Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained him. He's playing footy. He's trained. It's damaging, Deeds. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back at the Castaway Studio here in Collingwood to give us a a little bit of a mid-season review, Mads. Just a Um, small one. Preview the upcoming clash against the Port Adelaide Power over at Adelaide Oval Saturday afternoon at 1.45 a, a bit of a social seg and everything else, Sydney Swans, Mads. How are you after the uh, the week's hiatus without a Swans game, footy mate? I don't know about you, but I felt a bit, little bit lost. It was funny. It's like, yeah, I didn't stress about anything this weekend. Yeah. But then I was a little bit bored, David. A little bit bored. It did get those, uh, you know, that little bit of a bored time. You know, kept the mind free. Uh, we weren't stressed out. We weren't having heart palpitations. We didn't need to be resuscitated. Uh, made it well. It was good to have the week off, uh, especially after the performance I put on um, at Electric with all the boys um, <laughs> getting photos. Best mates, I'm sure they'll be tuning into this pod after that. I'll tell you what, there were some messages that came through from the faithful. Uh, pretty annoyed that you didn't go into greater detail, Debel. Yeah, look, faithful. I'll tell you how it went. So post Melbourne game, uh, look, I'd had a fair share. Um, I was well tipped looking, it in, tipped up. Tipped in, uh, made my way from the MCG to the the abode that is Chapel Street, mate. Um, you know, I am, am basically a resident there sometimes, mate. I do spend a lot of time down there. And I uh, made a way to Electric, and the line was 250 metres long. Uh, faithful, so. do, you, do you reckon old mate Debel lined up? No way, Wouldn't mate. have thought. No, nah, it's not what you know, Mads. I've said this before. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Uh, we went to our first contact. It was a no-go. So we went straight to the top. One of the owners straight in past uh, the 250-meter line we were in. And then I, I'm talking to one of the promoters there. And he's like, oh, Justin McInerney just messaged me. And he's like, all oh, the boys are coming down. They've got a booth. And I was like, this is just meant to be. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, it's party time. I'm doubling up. I'm on the, I'm on the VLS. Do you know what the VLS is, Mads? The faithful wouldn't. It's the vodka lime sodas. Skinny, I, skinny bitch. I was other, on the skinny bitches. Uh, I'm sure people saw the, the picture of uh, me and Logan, and I was uh, nicely doubled up, the your, old double parking. Your drinks together almost matched his height. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was unbelievable. But, mate, it was just uh, unreal after such a win like that to, to have the Swannies boys there just, you know, cutting loose after, you know, a, a great win like that. Um, and I can't speak higher enough of them. Eh? They were all more than happy to get a photo. Um, it was fantastic. I, was, I think I mentioned this last week, but probably the best part of it was I was ta- having a in the men's room next to the captain of the club, Dane Rampey, Mads. Yeah, Dave. And I uh, I just looked across at Rams and I was like, Rams, how are you, mate? He's like, I don't want to be one of those guys, but look, I'm a big Swannies man. And uh, I actually do a podcast on the Swans. And he's like, oh, really? He's like, what's it called? I said, oh, it's called True Bloods. He's like, one of my mates actually listens to that. <laughs> We've made it. It's we, over. It's We've over. made it. But, mate, it was sensational. They're all more than happy to get photos. And um, I tried not to be too much of a fanboy. But that's basically the story of uh, Diebel's at Electric with the Swans boys. In stark contrast to another football club at uh, Entrecote, isn't it? Yeah, it is, mate. It speaks a lot about the Culture. Culture culture. 
But, mate, what a start to the season. How do you see us sitting, um, you know, eight and four, um, coming out around 13 with the bye, um, sitting seventh? I don't know about you, mate, but eight and four, I feel like in past years you'd be sitting in the top six yeah. comfortably. It's, it's going to take a bit to, to make top four. You just got to keep winning gotta at keep this winning. point. You got to keep winning. And, and the problem is, Debs, you that's that's what kills you, Debs. When doesn't you, it just kill you <laughs> when you drop games to the Gold Coast? Yeah. Um. And and even that that Bulldogs one, winnable. Winnable. You know, you got it. You got to get the four points. And I mean, it's clear now how critical the next month is. Yeah. It's mammoth, and we, I said it on the social post. Like we're we're sitting in that mid pack, and we've just got to keep winning. But we're a game out of the four. Game out of the four, and that that's what we got to set our sights on. We're we're more than capable of making the four. We have to. You just have to keep winning. And there there's games in the next four weeks. You, you know, got to put Essendon to the sword again. Must. Beat St Kilda, you yeah. know you just and not to mention Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide this, week, this week, right? Yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple for us, mate. We just got to keep winning. Yep. It's easy as that. And and I do like the little bit of you know we we talk about the mainstream media a lot, Mads. But before the two wins, before the bye against Richmond, and also uh, the D's on the, on the Saturday night previous, there we were getting talked about like we're in trouble. We're not making the eight. It's funny what a, a couple of wins can do for your side. It's it's the most fickle game in the world when it comes to the opinion of the media. And I find it very frustrating reading some of it because you know how it just pops up on your socials and you're just like, oh, what did Kane Corn say this time? You know, yeah. they, they change their opinion. They're, they're, it, it shows a- how fair weather and... and uh, just unimportant their opinion is because it's only based on the last result. Yeah. It has... It, it's it bears, so reactionary. It's so reactionary, man. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think back to when we had the pot after the Gold Coast loss. We were talking about how we didn't really know what was going wrong, right? We are a bit at a loss to, to understand yep. what was happening when we can see the potential that we've got and we see glimpses of what we can do, but we weren't seeing it in any con- consistent manner. But I think we've figured that out now. You've you got to win contested footy. You know, you've got or at to least break even. That's the thing. At for least us. break even. We break even. We win. Yeah, it's simple as that. If yep. we win it, we're dominating. Yeah, you know, we're we're winning comfortably. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a key indicator for us. But that's and it's been what we've hung our hat on for the better part of you know almost fifteen years, right? Yeah. And I think we're a different team now. We've got different strengths. There's we're, no doubt. We're we're a lot more skillful. A lot more flashy. You think back to our team in two thousand five, right? You're only you're only baby back then, Dable. <laughs> um, but there there was nothing really flashy about it per se. It was workmanlike um, footballers all over the ground, bar a couple, right? Now we've got a ton of natural talent, skill. We can break lines, um, but we've got we've got the nucleus to be able to at least break even on the contested footy, and that's what's going to get us wins. What do you think about this narrative that they're playing in the media that we're too reliant on 
being efficient and effective and taking opportunities. It's sort of well, uh, so it's nearly like they're saying we're not getting enough looks at the cherry, right, to be able to win games when you have an off day. It's like everything's got to be right for the Swans to win. But but I mean I don't I I I find that such a weird take because yeah we hang our hat on our effectiveness and our efficiency of course we do of course like, you do that's 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 how you win football games yeah. you, don't, you don't how many how many games do teams win when they're not effective and efficient I know you've got to sometimes grind out a win but come on like we, we they're professional footballers they tra- they train they play to be effective and efficient and to to hit pinpoint targets yeah. it's just ridiculous the thing that pissed me off about last weekend was I think we just lost the contested numbers, but Melbourne overpossessed it massively yeah. against us. We made them overpossess it. We won the centre clearances and the clearances around the ground, and that was not spoken about whatsoever. That, yeah. That's the thing that annoys me is I just don't think we're you know getting the kudos when we need to, and we're probably not getting hit hard enough when things aren't going right either. You know, we're just sort of that neutral team. It's like, oh, the Swans, they're there or thereabouts, you know, they're a year or two away. That's when I I think we're bloody close, mate. I think it can bloody, it can click in this back end of the season and teams can. can go, wow. Look at look at what the Swans can do because I'm telling you now, Mads, and I've said I'm telling you now. Oh, you're telling <laughs> not later. Me. I'm telling you now that our best is the best in the competition. We are the best transition team that take it from forward. Sorry, from back to forward effectively and hit the scoreboard. And from stoppage scores, we are very effective as well. Yeah. Like our, our setup and our system is very good. And it's just, it's got the potential to just everything click. We get rid of these lapses of quarters of going missing for 15, 20 minutes at a time. We get rid of that and neutralize games a little bit more in those times. We start but, to win games Debs, a lot more easily. Let me just take it back a step. When you talk about you know us, you know needing to be efficient and effective to win games. Well, I I dispute whether we have been efficient or effective because our goal kicking has been woeful, absolutely woeful. One five in the first quarter. The the last three or four weeks it's been off, but we yeah. are the second most accurate team in the comp. Yeah, but but, but but I'm saying we still won those games. Yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know, like come on. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, but it's... there's there's three components, right? Can break even this or win is for the, yours, Mads. For, for mine, break even or win the contested footy. Yep. Start well. Yep. Re- realistically, that's it, and have multiple options up forward. Yeah. That that is that is it for me. I cannot stress that enough. And the spread against Melbourne was exactly what we needed. Yeah, I think the the thing we did really well in the last two weeks is just control the tempo of the game a little bit yep. more. When we needed to slow down and bit of possess, possession footy, which we haven't done a lot up until those last two weeks, that was the thing we, going back to that Gold Coast loss, that's the thing we took out of it. Was like everything was through the guts. It was like, yep. you know, we didn't have a, a plan B, but the, the last two weeks before the bye, it we had we controlled the ball. We were more calculated going forward, but at the same time, if the if it was there to go and Put the game the opened down. up, we could go down and open them up and yeah. and scored pretty freely in, yeah. in both games. And you know that's that's what makes you rue, you know, the Brisbane loss and the Carlton loss. Yeah, because if only we could do that in you know the second quarter and the third quarter of those games, 
it's a completely different argument, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, mate. But look, let's just dive, delve into the sort of the twelve rounds that Delvage. has been. Is that, is that the right word? Delve, I reckon. Delve, delvage. Delvage, I like though. Yeah, look, we'll, we'll go let's with it. Let's delvage. We will. Uh, look, the round one, we started off with a win against the Giants, um, sort of overran them. That, I, that was I was the, there, in fact. You were, mate. You mm. were. And we, um, it was, that was workmanlike. We, that was our work rate that, you know, got over the, the, the top of the Giants. And, and that's, Dable, where I realized how bloody fit we were. Because we just ran over the top of them. They went with us, went with us, and then we just kicked over the top of them. Yeah. It was good. Heaney, this is where Heaney sort of put his mark on the competition. He's had 25, and Luke Parker kicked five that game as well. He, he was absolutely massive, um, and that really sort of set the season up. And then it was uh, up to round two, mate. The Swans v. the Cats for Buddy's 1,000th. We were in attendance. Bloody good was that. Let's just go back to that, mate. How good was that? Was that not the best weekend? It was just, I remember it pouring down rain and I had this awful transaction that I was working on for work, had all and sundry on the phone and Debel's like, I'm at the bat and ball. I'm like, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. It's raining. But I put on my scarf and I said, you know what? None of that matters. We're going to the bat and ball to see the faithful Yes. We're going to tip up, and it was just such a good start to the night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sort of a bit of a, a start to the momentum of the yeah. podcast this year, I feel. It was it was overwhelming for Mads and I having, you know, some of the faithful there and, you know, expecting only a couple down, and, you know, only, what, 20, 30 people came down in the end, if not more. We literally, I expected to be sitting there with yeah. you. And just maybe one bloke just, oh, yeah, I'll listen to your podcast. Yeah. You know, it was it was just insane. And then we, we had the walk over to the SCG. Absolutely phenomenal. I, I the, the vibe, the vibe, Deeble, yeah. was just immense. It was so good, mate. It was a, a once-in-a-lifetime you know, thing. I'm just so happy we got up there, mate. It was like, yeah, we'll go up there just in case he, you know, he kicks, you know, what he didn't need for. But we'll we booked it out a, a few weeks out, and we're like, if he just in case he kicks five in the first couple of rounds, and the big bud didn't let us down. We got up there, kicked it his fourth in the third quarter. We're on the ground. It was it was euphoric. Now it if, was so good. If you're a recent listener, if you've recently joined the faithful. I would counsel you to jump onto the Instagram and there's we've done the thousandth goal story and there's there's a in the lot, highlights yeah there's a in the Instagram highlights, highlights. Right. there's a lot of good content there where you can sort of relive it with us hundred um, percent but, but not enough was spoken about how much we dominated the cats dominated the cats and yeah. they're you know one of the inform teams in the competition now 100%. you know it's not like it's not like oh who are you beating well we're beating the cats beating the cats exactly right heaney dominated with five bud kicked four mills the rolls royce 29 touches and got the job done and then again it got to the the dogs around three thursday night clash again everyone went down with covid but i was, was there by myself it was always there was always going to be a bit of an exhale yeah. after that i think and we were just flat yeah we were just absolutely exhausted mate we were that led us into the next week and this is all sort of where the the danger signs started for our season um sort of because probably shouldn't have won this game probably shouldn't have won it against the the out of form ruse and you know some justin McInerney magic he was sensational in that Mm. last quarter had 10 touches um and managed to get us over the line by 11 points but that that was the worrying game for sure 
You know, Isaac Haney had 11 tackles that game. Massive. Isn't that it? is berserk. Berserk. I want him to get back to that form. 100%. Well, Haynes will be spoken about in, in, in the social seg, I'm sure. But we went over to the Eagles. Now, uh, this was uh, just, you know, I thought, okay, the Eagles have been pretty average yep. all year. But I thought, this is a this is a definite danger game. They're all danger games, Dable. They are danger games, mate. But um, Especially when it's the Swannies. Yeah. Um, and we went over there, got it done the by sword. 10 goals. Put them to the sword. Good performance, mate. Good well, performance. It's what you have to do in those situations. The good sides do that. They do. You know? And, you know, Heaney's kicked his three. Um, Millsy's had his 28. And, and you know, we're, what are we sitting there? Five and one, and we're happy days. Sorry, four and one. Yep, in very good areas. Yeah. Moves, uh, moves us on to the Hawks, where we had another slow start, down by five or six goals. Um Going into quarter time, I think we may have got one on the quarter time siren, siren again. But, you know, this is where the, the slow starts continued. It was um, not for the first time that year. We had it um, against the Bulldogs as well. We were slow out of the blocks and uh, really just ran way over the top of them. I think it was eight or nine goals in that last quarter to win win by seven. Um, and you had Millsy with 37. You had Parker with 29 um, and Chad Warner with 24. Three goals between them and thirteen tackles between them. That's a that's an immense effort. Yeah, big games. Franklin with three. Benny Ronk hit some form with three as well. Um, but yeah, the took it that took us to five and one. And this is we sort of started to get a bit of a pep in our step. I, I feel absolutely. And we built ourselves up for that Lions game, and we, we same old start. Same old start. I, I think did we go with them for the first quarter? I think it may have been pretty even. Yeah, that that first but, quarter but then and then the second, second quarter just they, they goals. flogged us. Flogged us five goals down and that sort of margin. We pegged it back and then they kicked away again. But it was the third quarter of the Budwar. It was. It was huge. Is huge. Vintage buddy. That's it. He kicked, what, four in six minutes or something ridiculous yeah, like that. ended up with six. Ended up with six. Got us back in the game, but it was just that continuous lapse of concentration for a whole quarter of footy, which has been continuous. Not, not um, going to do it, Dable. Not going to get it done, mate. Um, you know, we go to the following Saturday night against the Bombers. We win by 10 goals. Chad Warner has 32, and and they're a, a shocking side, so there's probably not too much to, to talk about there, Mads. And the next one against the Blues at Marvel, well, quite frankly, Faithful, you're very lucky to have uh, Deebs and I on the airwaves <laughs> because if we had won, <laughs> we wouldn't have, oh, geez, wouldn't have Faithful, gotten out of there. The, this is the, it was one of those, you know, what do they call it? Fork in the road moment mm. where it's like you had to go one way or the other, and we were just chips in, Swannies. <laughs> we, we were chips in. We we were going to have to swallow our pride um, if we lost, which we did, um, undeniably, undeniably, and uh, we, we we swallowed a bit of bit of pill. But look, it was an interesting night out. But once again, one quarter of footy costs us. We win three quarters of footy against the D, uh, the Blues, I should say. Yeah. Um, Logan, Again, one of the informed competitions, uh, yeah, informed sides, sides in, in the competition. Hundred percent. But Logan McDonald really announced himself that game. Kick three, led up at the ball really well. Um, Papley kicked three as well, and the signs were there. We knew we were going okay. It's just these lapses in concentration, Mads. And unfortunately, that was the game that Kennedy. Uh, went down with that hamstring. With the hamstring as well. Yeah, definitely. But there, look, I, I think it's pretty fresh in the memory of the faithful. Um, you know, Tigers and the Demons, the last two weeks. I don't think we need to Just salvage into Bloods them. Just footy, Dable. Just blood footy. It was footy. blood footy, mate. And especially the win against the Ds, it just shows where... 
we're doing all the right things, and um, when we put it together, we can beat the best. Um, even though you know they've lost a few in a row now, but I'm I'm just we've got just got a few kinks to iron out in our white shirts, Mads. We do, um, and I think once we get that done, we're, we're going to be so dangerous. And I'm just confident in all areas of the ground. I was sort of worried about the the back six. You know, Paddy, Tommy, Ramps, Jake Lloyd, all those boys sort of have all shown, you know, slight signs of weakness, I suppose, all, you know all throughout the year. Loved, Debs. What, do you, what did you love, Mads? Oflo in the back line. Yeah, I liked him getting back there. But I thought he added that he was a, he was a settling energy, you know? Would you, but would you say it's the first, first time you've seen it? Sort of on, the first on, time on, I've seen it. In such a more key position role, yeah. like he was, he was deep. Yeah, quite often. Yeah, I, 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 I'm rating his decision making. Oh, That's remember, what I mean. I remember that that game against Frio where Buddy kicked six and we lost, and he had that clear moment to win us the game to hit up the. And it was pure decision making. It was just like you made the wrong decision. Ever since then, I feel like he's turned it round, and I trust him with the ball, and he's a good kick, and he's a smart footballer. I don't think there's any sort of rash decisions about Oflo. Yeah. Um, I could see him in, in a role like that, pushing back, but, you know, they're, they're, it's hard to slot him in there in the back line as such. No, yeah, but but just going back there and helping out, yeah, when, helping they're, out. when they're exactly under right. pressure. I'm yep. not I'm not saying put him help, back there permanently. The, yep. I think he's... His delivery by foot is is too good to be sort of wasted down there when we've already got people who can who can kick the footy bloody well down yeah. there, right? Um, but uh, yeah, just a, a settling sort of presence I felt um, last last week, uh, uh, against Melbourne particularly. Yeah, Debs, what have you thought by and large of the coaching this year? Been pretty happy with it. Personally, I think we've normally had an answer in some capacity and we've shown, we've turned every game we've played probably bar the Gold Coast game, we've been able to show how we could have won that game. Yep. Um, I think in that Brisbane Lions loss, I think we just did too much work and ran out of petrol tickets and yep. then, you know, worked our way back in the game from five goals down, got back to even and then their system took over and, and that's what that beat us in the end. Um, but I've been happy with our, I, I like how, you know, that who, who's gone by, like, behind the ball? Like, when they put Mills behind the ball. ball in, and, um, and, and Oflo. And, you know, you know that, that's great stuff. That's the stuff you like to see. Some yeah. decision-making is like, we're going to do this to win the game. Yep. This is going to help us win the game. I, I'm really confident in, in the coach's box. I love that they've instilled, they've continued that culture of, you are never out of it. Yeah. Don't drop your heads. Even if you're, you know, six goals behind, you you can get back into this. Yeah. You know, can you imagine the mental toughness required to come back out after halftime against Car- Carlton? Yeah. And say, okay, we got a bloody job to do. Yeah. We we are still we are still in this game. That that's something you can't fake, Matt. No. Is belief. Yeah. They believe they can win but, any game. But it's something that is inherently coached. Yeah. That that is that is a mechanism of coaching. Yeah. Huge, mate. Yeah, I, I thoroughly agree with that for sure. But, mate, is there anything else you, you feel like you need to talk about? I'd love to hear from the faithful, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. We might jump into the social seg. We've got your voice notes on there. We've got the social question, as I said, and we'll be back right after this break. Welcome back 
two true bloods, mad social seg. We love some social engagement. It's nice and cozy in here. I'm just looking forward to listening to what the faithful have to say. 100%, mate. 100%. And haven't the socials just been popping off? Oh, it's phenomenal. They do. And if you if you haven't already, faithful, you know, jump on your Instagram. Give us a follow. Jump on Facebook. It's good footy content. Like evil. the page. Good footy content. Just jump on that link tree link, Mads. And, the link tree link. And you've got whatever whatever you need. You've got your podcast links. You've got your socials links. So jump on that, mate. But this week I was, uh, you were the bit going on in the financial world today from what I've heard, Mads. Oh, so you're a busy boy. Yeah, don't check your uh, share portfolios if you haven't already. <laughs> faithful. Absolutely. We went with hashtag ask the faithful. We come out the other side of the bye and we are well amongst the mid-pack at 8-4, and four, sitting in 7th position, making every game very, very important. Reviewing the first half of the season, who have you been impressed with? Also, who do you think needs to improve? For mine, the bottom six players on your list are so important with their contributions every week, so we look forward to hearing what the faithful have to say. As always, the best answers will be featured on the potty. Now, we might jump into a few voice memos, Mads, as we like to do. We bloody love the voice memos. We do. We'll jump into Georgie. Georgie Muller. Hey, boys. Got one thing to say. I watched the Melbourne game, I think, three times now, and I've watched the second quarter about 20 times. <laughs> and there's... One thing that just stands out, and I, I'm, I'm going bold. I'm going bold with this call. I hope he's not going Chad bold. Chad Warner will be better than Heaney. It's a big call. It's a big call, but it's not an absolutely ridiculous call. Well, they're you know, different players, right? They are. Different, different players. But he's going to be a beast. What is he, 19? 20, yeah. Second year. He's going to go berserk. Huge, mate. 26 games, I think he's played. 27 games. How good. Hasn't even done the half century, D-ball. Not at all, mate. Think about like the how, say, Will Haywood was like from playing. Yeah, he he probably hit the ground a bit more running than most players, and that's sort of the trajectory that Warner's on. But you know, like even Haywood, like Haywood was Haywood was pretty wiry, you know, pretty Different frames, pretty green, yeah. but. Warner's bloody ready-made. You know, he can match it with anyone. And he's only going to get stronger, more powerful, quicker. I think he's going to sort of be of the Paddy Paddy Cripps mould. You know, strong and... and But he's probably quicker than Cripper. And do you know what? He's a better kick than Cripper. Yeah. Just the way to kick it... He's, he's finishing the last couple of weeks hasn't been great. Not great. Um, They're usually his bread and oh, butter, man. They were. The first five, yeah. six rounds, It was that was so exciting. But you know what the positive thing is, Mads, is he's given himself the opportunity to get into those positions. Yeah, totally. So he's having pings. That's what we want to see. But him bursting out of contest is such a weapon for Scintillating, us. Scintillating, David. Big weapon for us. We're loving what Chatty's doing. Next one comes from Dan Elliott. G'day, fellas. Dan here. Uh, newish listener. First time voice memo. I hope you are all well. Welcome aboard. I uh, wanted to say, looking forward to footy this week. It's not the same when you go a weekend without a Swans game, but we are. We're, it's coming. It's coming, and I'm excited. But I just wanted to draw you guys' attention. I don't know if you are Apple fans or, you know, uh, tech, tech kind of guys, but the yeah, most recent Apple keynote. They, uh, they flip over to their, uh, now we're going to go to the fitness with Craig. 
and it zooms over there during the presentation. I hear a voice and I go, that's an Australian voice. And then the camera comes up and lo and behold, it's Craig freaking Bolton. Craig Bolton. That's right, former captain of the Swans, premiership player Craig Bolton. I don't know if you guys noticed this, don't know if you saw it, but I thought, hey, it's good to see Craig. (laughs) (laughs) All Australian sent half back, I'm pretty sure. That's bizarre. He's got another little 18 seconds here. I'll play this. But back to football. In other news, (laughs) huge back end of the season coming. Really looking forward to it. Loving our chances this year. I think Amadi needs uh, more starts over Bell. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Come on, Bloods. Thanks for the show, boys. Love it. Good on you, Dan. Uh, yeah, look, yeah, Amadi over Bell, no doubt. Um, yeah, and unless Bell's knocking the, the door down in the VFL, I don't see how he's working his way back into this side at the moment. But Amadi's an interesting one to discuss, Mads. What are your thoughts? I sort of I was pretty strong on my feelings with him last week. Yeah, I haven't been terribly enthused. Yeah, but he hasn't really had a, a goal at it this year. But but he's, he's, an, he's an athlete. Yeah, he's, he's not, not a natural footballer. And I think that's what yeah. we need. He's not... The, the Logan McDonald lead up at the contest. Sorry, I don't want to so say natural. Sorry, I don't want to say he's not a footballer. He very clearly is a professional footballer, but he just yeah the the body type screams to me more athlete. Yeah, um, which which can be fantastic, right? That can that that's been shown in history to be utilised really really well, especially in recent times. So, I mean, do, do, do I think he needs more shots at it? Absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people need more shots at it. But um, yeah, I, you just got to get consistency, uh, and I don't mind if you play him for three weeks. And if he's no good, he's no good. Yeah, I'd like to see him with five more kilos on him, uh, so we can really compete with the yeah. stronger ruckman, because that's what you do sort of get in the competition, and and just be played as a pure ruck, rest forward if you have to, or not even rest forward. We've got enough up forward. It's like play him to use his agility on the ground and get around the ground as such. The problem is, perish the thought, if Sam Reid continues this form... He's going to pitch it. There's not really going to be a spot for him, Not a spot for him, yeah. I'm with you, you. you got it. You have to play Logan. You have to. I, I, he's not going to get dropped, man. Not going to drop get dropped. Mm, he, I do some funny things I sometimes. know. He's done enough, though. Unle- Surely. Unle- unless he sort of had three, two or three quiet games and he was tired which is what it's his third year or second uh it's his second second year no third year that wasn't his fair year i think it's his third year logan's yeah no second no it is second you're right yeah it's second so that you 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 that's the only thing where i'd like to see him yep. you know go for a rest a rest that's it they did it with like um errol and braden campbell last, last year. year yeah but they had stress fractures yeah yeah, interesting. Uh, uh, our selection, that is one thing to talk about. We've had some interesting selections So this interesting, year. man. It's like even like Foxy getting back into the side Loved this it. week. Loved it. I, I know, but like that's that's obscure. Yeah, it is obscure. You know it's I mean? rogue, dude. It is rogue. Very rogue. It's um always interesting when you Get see more, the teams come what you, through. All right, all right, first thing that comes to your head, who do you want to see more of? Campbell. I want Ronk more. Oh, I, I totally agree with that. We're big time on the wrong bandwagon. I'm just telling you, from that live game in round three against the Dogs, what he did that night was enough for me to see this guy's got to be in the side. Yeah. Like, Pressure. O- over, over Wixie. Yeah. Just get him in. Yeah, I need, we need a bit more from Wicks. Smarter, smarter aggression but from But also, smarter aggression and take opportunities. Yeah. As a small forward, you've got to take opportunities. You oppos. Do. Oppos. You've got to take the opportunities, no doubt. 
Mitchell Charles footy finds. Jump on there. Instagram. He's, he does some great stuff Good on stuff. there, Mitchell Charles. Jump. Good stuff. If you love your old school merch, jump on there. My, um, my Swanies hat that I constantly wear, that's from Footy Finds. So jump qu- on. Quick plug there for you, Mitchie. Um, but here's his voicey. Hey, lads. Um, just sort of give my thoughts at the mid-year break. Um, I really think Errol, Chad, McInerney, Blakey, it's been great to see their natural progression. Um they're really the ones that are winning as games at the moment. Um, in terms of improvements, I want to see Heaney. Um, he started really well, but I want to see him really rip a few games apart um, in the second half of the year. Me too. And build his consistency. Um, I also want to see Oflo. He needs to take his game to the next level. Um, he's had long enough now. I really want to see him build some consistency as well. Um Another big improvement would have to be the True Bloods podcast. So, guys, you've taken it to another level this year and um, getting the faithful more involved with the social segment has been great to see. So, looking forward to a big second half of the year. Up the Swanee. Good on you, Mitchie. On you, Mitchie. Jeez, we need a rub on the back sometimes. That was really we nice do. to that hear. Was, that was unexpected. It was. But, uh, but a welcome, welcome surprise. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Mitchie. We are putting in, in you know, a big effort here and we love um, hearing your feedback and that's, that's why we do it is for the faithful. So we, we love to hear it, mate. But I'm just going to jump over here onto the Facebook. I've made the way over there, Mads, and got one through. Who the consistent contributor Big Maddie Donnelly. Oh, loves it, Donnelly. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't respond to the whack last week of not coming up to uh, shake my hand at the footy. Well, maybe he has. Nah, I've listened to this. Oh, one. Yeah, he right. hasn't. So, a little bit disappointed, Maddie. We love just the correspondence. You know, there, there was probably a writer reply there. Here's mate. another whack for Maddie Donnelly. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Nah, I'm not whacking him this week, but here he goes. G'day, boys. I just want to quickly talk about the culture of our club. And it spoke about a lot. And and at the Hall of Fame dinner, it was spoke about a shitload about how good our culture is and how important it is. And there's a lot of outside noise about the Bloods culture and and how everyone just comes to our club and buys into it. And just the the off-field drama of of Melbourne and and the dogs over the last week and a half, I think has just highlighted that. And I I put it to you guys, when was the last time we had an off-field drama? I genuinely can't think. I mean, most of our incidents come on field, whether it's Barry Hall or it's just through suspensions and injuries. Um, I, I really struggled to think of, of our last time we had an off-field issue, which is which is so impressive because most other clubs have had an off-field issue of some sort. So, um, yeah, just bloody proud to be a supporter of, of, of our club, which has this incredible culture um yeah i'd agree with that yeah 100 percent, mate Um, i I I can i can think of two i can think of one as well which i've responded to him so i went with the michael talia and and ryan clark at at the sheaf that night at the the golden sheaf yep uh and that's and but do you know what there's a a difference with hugo on well well talia had only just gotten there and clearly didn't buy in um elijah taylor the other one true and sort of the difference between those are the, I don't know if they're, they're, they're fringe players at best, those guys, right? It's it's not our superstars. You know, I think Buddy, what, had a driving incident or something? He, he's, uh, he was driving Dan Hanabry's car and, and hit like three or four parked cars. Yeah, there was that one as well. But, you but know, that's that, more gags than yeah. anything. 
it sort of stayed out of the media a bit. That one, it didn't get didn't you get see, heaps. That's the beauty of living in Sydney. In Sydney, but uh, besides that, minor indiscretion. With no, Bud. that that's. I mean, but it's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's it was like, during the day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's not too much to it. But, it's fine, but like you know, it's line... not our leaders of the club. No. It's not Stephen May. It's not the biggest personality, Bailey Smith of, of the AFL, doing it. It's our leaders lead by example, and they're they're not going to fuck up like that. No, they're just not. They're just, they're it's just, not going to happen. It's, Luke Parker's never having an affair with someone. It's that know? culture, it's just... that culture, the bloods. It's but but you look at it, you look at it from the top. You look at a horse, you know, you and then you, you go down to your Heenies, your Franklins. It, it just seems like such a well-oiled machine um, when it comes to playing for each other and being there for each other. I mean, Debs, you one of the points you told me about at Electric, they just all look like such good mates. Yeah, but just mates out and like, you know, it's just a good vibe about what's yep. going on this year. Yeah. For sure. Now I got one through from Lucy Red and she's written this one out. I'll I'll read it out. She goes, Can we talk about Harry coming back in and who goes out? I've enjoyed seeing Colin and Fox uh Colin O'Reardon and Fox being in. What about the big hickey? Do we play two rucks? Laddams has done so well so I'd obviously hate to see him dropped. Obviously uh, Marty out for Buddy. Um I would hate to see to be the coaches um, and team selectors, so many juicy options. There are. Spoiled for joys. <clears throat> Good problem to have. 100%. But, yeah, Bud comes back in. Um, Cunningham, probably got to go to the twos for mine, Mads. For yours. I and I'd it, say that's fair because, I mean... Th- it's going to be a condition issue too. Yeah, correct. With an abdominal thing. He wouldn't have done much running in that first month to get it right. I think Harry comes back through the twos. And yep. I think he... Could be pushing shit uphill to get back into the side unless he sort of... It's going to be tough. Unless he sort of sets the world on fire. going to be tough because, he, you know, he used to have that pace in that back line and, you know, Blakey sort of takes that role. 100%. We've got... Uh, Cade. Cade. Jimmy, you boys are all well. Um, Definitely well, mate. Good bye weekend for the boys to recoup and uh, play Port on Saturday. Um, big game. Um, regarding to... Ask the faithful question. Who you being impressed with? Who needs to improve? Uh, answer A, I'd be putting the McCartan brothers in the back line. Just phenomenal. Um, just love how Tommy McCartan goes about it. Puts his body on the line. And his brother obviously puts his body on the line with the head concussions thing. But that's another story. Uh, noodles. Chatty Warner. Noodle head. Noodles. J-Mac. Oh. Absolute jets. I remember when we got... Justin McInerney, and I thought he was an absolute dud. Um, and the only one to improve, I believe, would be Isaac Heaney. Just need him to be how he was in the first three rounds of this year. All Australian content. We need him back. Let's go, Swannies. 100%. We've spoken about Warner already. Uh, J-Mac's been massive. He's had some really big games, you know, 25, 30-plus disposals. And if J-Mac's doing that on a wing, he's going to be hurting you. Um, so I'm really, yeah, I totally agree. I was on the same type of thought process as a yep. big Cade that, you know, I wasn't overly impressed when J-Mac first came onto the scene, old Juzzy, but, you know, he's uh, turned into quite the player. Oh, he's phenomenal. Debs, who would you say our bottom six are? Oh, geez, you're putting me on the spot. I would need the, the list in front of us. Oh, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Have you got sort of an idea? Yeah, I'm thinking... We're thinking that we'll pull up 
the actual list from last week, and we'll go through the, the bottom six. So the bottom six playing on the weekend, obviously with a couple of injuries in the side. O'Reardon's in your bottom six. Armati's in your bottom six. Ronk is in your bottom six. Fox is. Wix is. And Sam Reed is for mine. For yours. Obviously not Reedy against the D's. But no. Overall, but I'd he, say he's probably, probably in that bottom six. Yep. But look, it's going to vary around week to week. But as I sort of said in the social question, the output you get from your bottom six, that's what wins your flags, your role players, your, your players who just get it done, who allow, you know, take up that player so Isaac Heaney can push forward and take big marks and kick goals and Bud can get off the leash because he doesn't have to worry about the player back there. And those are the players that win your flags. Absolutely. It's, it's can't be underestimated how important your bottom six is. But we'll go with Saundo, the ever-reliable Saundo. I'm sure he's got his uh, microphone equipment set up uh, back at home there, mate. Absolutely. Here we go. G'day, True Bloods. G'day, Faithful. Hope you're all holding up well. For mine, three clear standouts this year. Milsey, clear top 10 mid. Chad Warner, he'd be top three in our BNF at the moment. And the McCartan sandwich, an absolute brick wall down in defence. The big backs. It's a good point you guys make about the bottom six. It's guys like Wicks and Campbell and possibly Ben Ronk, O'Riordan, who are really important to us. But I reckon the most important might be J-Mac. I reckon... Wouldn't say he's in the bottom six. I reckon he's best used on the wing and half forward. And I reckon with Ollie Florent going behind the ball and doing a more than capable job down there, I reckon McInerney, I love his kicking inside 50. He's good for a goal when he gets the opportunity. I reckon that might be where he's best utilised. And speaking of Ollie Florent, I was critical about his first six weeks, but... He looks calm and composed behind the ball, and he never shirks a contest. I like it. I like the move, and I hope they persist with it. Very keen for the second half of the season. Very keen for the weekend. And one last thing, Andrew Redmayne, you saved our souls this morning. <laughs> so go the Socceroos, on to Qatar, but most importantly... Up the Swannies. Yeah, well done, Saundo. Um, I'm Saundo. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll disagree with it. Juzzy's in your bottom six, but you just started talking about important players at the end of the day. But yeah, Juzzy's, Juzzy's not in that bottom six. But um, he's, he, Campbell probably is. Yeah, 100% Campbell is. Definitely. He's one that's in and out. But geez, the potential. Potential's so huge. Hard. Upside is so big. So big. That left foot, man, and a couple of goals he's kicked from outside 50, he's got it going. It's... He seems like a bit of a confidence player, though. Yeah. He needs to needs to just get on a roll. Yeah, 100%. We'll move on to Matty Farrow. He's got Bazza. one here. Hey, boys. Hey, Blood's Faithful. Uh, mid-year review time. Uh, hard to go past Paddy McCartan as you know, one of the best players all year. He's just taken that centre-half back role with both hands and he's just flourished. He's been unbelievable to watch. Um, you know, can't go past Chad, Millsy. You know, the boys have been outstanding. Um, I'd love to see more from Heaney. I think he just needs to just settle in the one position, whether it be a midfielder or a forward, and uh, just take some time to just get used to playing that role again. I think, you know, start off the year on fire, kicking a bag of five, but he's sort of been a bit hit and miss for the rest of the year. So I'd love to see him just just take that position, with whatever it is, by the scruff of the neck. Um, Logan McDonald's been great. 
uh, Peter Adams outstanding, especially when Tom Hic- Tom Hickey went down. Um, and I'd really love to see Braden Campbell come back into the team. Um, yeah. I think he's an elite kick and he's got great pace. Um, he just, again, another one that just needs to be given a position or a role and uh, just give him time to settle into it. Um, I think he's got all the attributes to be something unbelievable. Um, so hopefully we can get that sorted. Um, yeah, that's probably about it for me, boys. I'll let you know, let you guys move on. But uh, yeah, thank you. Cheers. Good on you, Maddie. So I think what he's saying, Mads, is a few players need to be called butter because they need to be given roles. <laughs> <laughs> that always gets a bit of a laugh out of you. It's, it's shocking content. That I never, I never remember that I've heard it before. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about here? Uh, pissy here. Um, got one through from Jimmy Wheeler up in uh, up in Marimbula. He's the one with the oyster farm. Ah, the oyster farm. Wheeler's oysters. Up in Marimbi. Another Lovely. plug. We're Lovely. just handing out plugs we tonight, are, aren't mate, we? You know, so we'll send through the invoice later on to uh, Footy Finds and <laughs> Footy Finds and Wheeler's Oysters, but that's all right. We're here, we're here to help the faithful out. So we'll get this one through from Jimmy. Deeps, Matt's faithful. Um, just wanted to touch on my best six for the year so far. At six, I've got Braden Campbell. Although he hasn't been getting picked, I think he's been electric when injected into the side. Of course, we've got Nicky Blakey, the Liz, electric. Lance, well, Lance. Milsey, the Roycey, he's um, playing unreal this year. The Rolls Royce. Um, Paddy McCartan, wowee. Hasn't he uh, been a great injection into the side? And uh, number one, it's got to be the number one, Chatty Warner. He's great. Um, worst, Lloyd. He's been playing all right the last few games. But, yeah, he's just not as effective as he was last year. And my worst will have to probably cop a spray from a few of you, but I am not rating Tom McCartan at all. Uh, Interesting. Very poor with the ball. Um, he was uh, pretty good last week. Uh, but that was after I gave him a spray. So he's just, oh, he's just not there for me at the moment. But um, that's me. Yeah, good on you, Jimmy. Uh, look, I, I don't know. I think Tommy's been a a foundation point for the back six. I, I rate him in the air. Uh, he's only been given sort of the one bath by Charlie Kernow, and you're going to get that playing on these sensational forwards. Uh, I think he's pretty calm, though. I, I, he reads the ball well, you know. What what do you say? He's elite for spoils. Yeah, he's elite for spoils. He's elite for spoils. Averages two intercept marks um, a game. So you know, Paddy's probably having a few more than him. Paddy Paddy averages three and a half. Three and a half. That's huge for you know first year back. Somebody in the game. learning the position. Hundred percent. But I don't know. I'm confident with. I eat, I think they're all pr- a little bit prone to turning it over back there. They personally. all turn it over. They all turn Every it over. Every single one of them. Yeah. Blakey. Yeah. When they're taking on the game like that, not so much Tommy by foot, but I like how he's accountable. You don't have to worry about him, you know, missing body on his player or, or yep. things like that. Yep. Agreed. For sure. But Paddy's been huge. How good's Paddy so been? So good, man. He's one of my favourites. Unreal. It's, it's recruit of the year by so far. But I just can't believe... That he's he's just that fearless, given his history. 
really yeah. speaks to his character. It does, hundred percent. And oh, just to wrap us up here, Mads, we've been going twenty-five of the best on the social. Twenty-five set. of the best. Got got a message from uh, Nick Potter on Potty on the social. Old Potty, really old member he's, of the he's, faithful. Yeah, he's a foundation member. Foundation member. He said. Now, what they said after this is in refer in reference yes. to Melbourne's loss. Last week. Oh, we don't talk about Melbourne yeah, too much this on is, this pod, do we? This is worth oh, it. I'm being sarcastic. We talk <laughs> about them all the time. We <laughs> pot them all the time. <laughs> Not what they said after we beat them. Out-hunted, out-worked, out-played. Beaten fair and square by a hungrier team. Three losses in a row, run over the top of them in another game and can't kick a yeah. score. We've got some issues. That was they, from they the debrief. And I think they just came out of the denial of the Swans that, loss. They should have just... Uh, delete, delete the last two posts for the last the two weeks before that. Just control C, control v. v. Chuck that there because that's exactly what happened to them the the two weeks prior. Hundred percent. So uh, I think uh, the debrief the debrief have come out of their stage of d- 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 denial, and they are in acceptance, Mads. So in acceptance now. Yeah, yeah. They have accepted the fact. That um, they're not going to make finals. <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. But, mate, we'll be back right after the break. Preview the Port Adelaide game Saturday afternoon, one forty-five at the Adelaide Oval. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deeps? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? Is how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful's support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Now, Mads, just before we jump into Ooh. segment three, Ooh. a little bit of exciting news for the faithful. I'll tell you what, faithful, Debs and I sat in a chicken shop about an hour before this podcast and we're just working our fingers to the bone. We were, mate. Crunching numbers. Now, we've got some exciting news that there will be some True Bloods merchandise available in the next week or two. Um, it's all in the process of getting done, um, setting up the store, etc. But um, stay tuned for that True Bloods. You never know. If the Swans have a big win on Saturday, it could be launch time. So keep a, a little eye out there and uh, slide into the DMs and let us know if you're, if you're keen for this merch. Yeah, if just sort of... Putting the feelers out, we we think it's bloody sensational, and we want to know your thoughts. So please slide into the slide into the dams. Let us know um, if you came for the merch. Cheers. Welcome back to True Bloods, the preview of the Saturday afternoon clash, one forty-five Adelaide Oval prime time Saturday afternoon. We'll finish up work on the Friday, Mads, and we'll be looking forward first thing Saturday uh, to a a Swanies game after having a week off, mate. How do you feel? um, You know what's going to be nice? What is going to be nice? I've just, I reckon I've probably pushed it, I definitely pushed it last Friday. I went to the footy and had had a few too many, had a wedding on the Sunday, and this this weekend, I'm really going to focus on. I'm I'm going to have one or two O'Briens, O'Briens, gluten gluten free lager. I'm sure you can pick them up at Liquorland. You can absolutely. Um, oh, maybe you can't. Who knows? Um, but I'm just going to take it easy. 
I'm just going to have a beer or two and just try and stay calm, Deebs, because I get a little bit, I reckon I'm pretty difficult to watch the Swannies with oh, at home. There's no doubt. I, I hate, I, I lock myself in my bedroom and watch it. Yeah. Because I'd rather not... just like say shit to myself and. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Not embarrass myself. Yeah. I, I'd like people like, oh, do you want to watch it? I'm like, no, you nah, don't really, really want to watch it with yeah. me. Um, so I'm just going to try and just center myself, Dable. Really get a little bit zen. <laughs> And just, I like it. Just try and just try and you know whatever will be will be. Not try and worry about things. Not over. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to trust that our guys know. In fact, I'm going to not even go on my phone, deeps. Yeah, I'm not even going to go on my phone. I'm just going to trust. You're going to manifest. I'm going to manifest, but I'm going to trust that they know how to. Even if they're a couple of goals down, they know how to get back into the game. Yeah. It's it's gonna be okay. Yeah. So I'm just gonna stay really zen about it, and I encourage the faithful. If you you sort of Madison Clark inclined in that regard, to just take a step back and let's let's chill and let's enjoy the yeah, game. Yeah, I think it is important though. It's it's the way they're playing. Though. Correct. It's like especially that game against Melbourne. It's like we're down by four or five goals, but the worry wasn't there because we were playing all right. It just wasn't sort of going our way. Yeah. Um, it, it's how it happens too, but I, I, I'm with you. It's... I just think there's been very few games, Debs, this year where there's been that sort of halfway, like where playing well but losing. You know, we've either been playing appalling football and yeah. we're down by eight goals or we're playing scintillating football yeah. and we're winning. You yeah. know, there hasn't been many of those. That Demons first quarter was probably the outlier yeah. where we were actually, I mean, we were getting opportunities to score. We were, you know, playing decent footy and it just wasn't happening and so you knew it would come. Definitely, mate. Um, it should be pretty good conditions for footy over there. 18 and sunny on Saturday, and the Fridays, no rain around on the Friday either. So Adelaide Oval drains well. A um, bit of rain earlier in the week. Oh, it's a but great deck. We should get, um, you know, a high quality game of footy. There's not too much wind around either. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's a really important game. We've we've said it once and we'll say it again. The the next month is a must win games, and any game we drop is going to put us back um, to the pecking order. Um, there's no doubt. But they've got some quality there, mate. They've got a, a Brownlow medalist in the guts there who will, you know, tear you apart. He's going to lead by example, and he puts his head over the pill and wins his own ball. Um, going all right again this year, averaging a goal and you know 26 touches. You got Carl Amon um, on the wing. So Sort of half back, he's the ones that he tries to get it in their hand. So you know you got to be wary of his whereabouts. Yep, wary of Connor Rosie. Can hurt ya. Yep, averaging the twenty four this year in a goal. So you know he he's, bad he's a damaging player, damaging disposal. Yep, he um he can really hurt you on the outside. Burn Jones on the half back line as well. Um, and you know that they've got the Todd Marshall up forward, Finn Layson, um, and big Charlie Dixon as well. So that interesting ruck situation as well. They are not playing a recognised ruckman, <clears throat> so it's a big opportunity. Uh, I'd be interesting to see how Hicks going. Um, this is where selection becomes so important. Um, does Hick get the nod? Well, if um, you're not playing a recognised ruckman, which they're not, I'd be inclined to say Cotton Wool. Yeah, just to play, be honest, just play Laddams. Yeah, yep. But he's, he's going to be right off the toe two two plus weeks, three weeks probably with the buy now. Surely, like he, he should be ready. to I go. I just think it's probably more important that he's up for St Kilda. Yeah, 
Definitely. Do you do you tr- really try stretch and being tall up forward? Buddy back into the side. You yeah, know, Sam Reid, yeah. Logan McDonald. Do you know what? If it's sunny, you you probably do. It's dry. I think. Yeah. I think that's what. And and then you you're playing Wicks. You're playing Papley. Who else is going to be buzzing around up? Potentially forward? Ronk. Ronk. Potentially. Because yeah, because he came on as a sub. Yeah. Who went out injured? O'Reardon. So he's going to be concussion. out with a concussion. Yeah. But it's going to be more than twelve days. So he he would be able at selection. He looked flat yeah. after that game. Yeah. Um, Amadi and Franklin is really the only change Amadi I would make. Franklin. Yep. Um, yeah. That's really the only change I'd it's make, a, It's always interesting at selection. Yep. There's no point us even saying what what we, we think will happen. We, we gen, genuinely don't know. No, um, we don't. But I'd like to see Ronk hold his spot with Wicks, Wicks and Papley. And then I'm happy to go tall, man, especially if it's dry. Like, yeah. Logan McDonald's nimble. Lance Franklin is nimble. They're not like yet. I don't think we're going to look too tall. No. Nah. And stretch them all around the ground it's for just, height. The, my my concern is if it gets a bit wet and it doesn't sound like it will no. be. You know. Um, Aaliyah off halfback. Interception. Do, are you the sort of person that would like them to get into Aaliyah a little bit? 100%, mate. I would love them to just go straight I, to I him. don't have big hate against um, Aaliyah because he got clearly a better, better deal. It's like how I got... No hate for Hewitt. Yeah, either. correct. You know they we didn't want to pay him the money that they're probably worth, and you know they go to another club. So there, there's no angst there from uh, my point of view. But nevertheless, I love to see him get into yeah. it because I I feel like he's a, a confidence player. You get into him and, early, and, and Aaliyah puts this like smile on when people sort of go at him, and you know he's worrying about it. Yep. So yeah, I'd love to see him get into Aaliyah because when he gets shaky. He gets really off his and, game. And those decisions yeah, yeah, that he yeah, makes yeah. that we saw all the time. Um hundred percent, mate. But who who's who's your invite to the party now? Sam Reed got the biggest invite ever. And, 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 and oh, they rocked up. Boy did he rock he, up. He he as Noah said last week, he he got all his invitations at once. You know, the five or six invites that he had. Um, who but do who who do you want to come want to the party? To come to the party. Who's invited? Personally. I'm going to do this again. Something's up, but I'm inviting Isaac Heaney to the yeah. party. Yeah, cool. I'm inviting Isaac Heaney to the party. You've had a, He's had a week off. Yep. He's had a bit of a reset. Yep. Get a slab. Come to the party. Host it. Host the Host party. the party. Three brown low votes I want from yep. him. Just dominant display of footy. 25 and three with six tackles. Lovely. You know who I'm Thanks inviting? Thanks for coming. You know who I'm inviting, Mads? Who are you inviting, Dave? And this isn't a player out of form. This is a young lad like a lot of our players. Logan McDonald's invited to the party. The real, this is me, I am Logan, I'm here to stay. So This is game. consistent elite footy yeah. I'm going to play. I played a ripper against Carlton. I played a ripper against Melbourne. And I'm going to do it again against Port and <laughs> announce myself as the best young tall yep, forward in yep. the competition. Logan McDonald, he's, you are invited to yeah, the party. Yeah, There's a party on the hill, Logan. Would you like to come? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Slab of beers. I'm at the party. Very good, Dable. Um, <laughs> his, his debutante ball, even, you know. Come, just really announce yourself, yep. uh, Logan, because, God, he's, he's 
just got the best footy IQ, Dable. He does. Gets it. into spots. Yeah, he's smart, man. And he's, and he's a bloody yeah. good kid. And we said it last week. It was the game against Carlton. It was lead up, hit, mark, goal. Against the D's, it was ground ball, snapping, opportunist. Full round player, man. Yep. We've seen it both sides. Let's put it all together and just tear the game Let's apart. Let's go. Kick five or six. Logan to the party. Let's go. All right, mate. Who do you think will win? When do we ever not tip the yeah. Swannies? But, uh, you know, a three-goal win would be phenomenal. Yep. Swans by five goals for five mine. Five goals. A, we goals. are a five-goal better side than them. And Surely. It, and our percentage is lacking. Um, not that we got to think about it. You go out and win those four points, but I'd love to see us win by five. I think we're a five-goal better side. It'd be good it. and a fast start. Yep. Just it. Yeah. Even, yeah, just be in the game from, yep. from bounce one. Let's go, boys. Big game. Um, I'm sure they know it. It's uh, Every game's so important, and we'll um, hopefully take home the bacon, as they say, Mads, but jumping into the other games last of round, the round. Last round of the bye. It is. We've got a Thursday night clash, which has been talked about in the media a little bit, uh, at the MCG, Richmond v. Carlton. Ooh. Ooh. And the Tigers are favourite. Do you find that surprising? That's a bit berserk. It is. It is. I'd love Carlton to do them in again. Yep. I'd like to see Carlton win. And I think they will. Yep. So do I. That's funny. That's worth a bet. Just quietly. Probably. Dollar ninety six. <laughs> That's it. Uh, gamble responsibly. Uh, St. Kilda and Essendon. St. Kilda. Yeah. They, uh, they'll do them in. Yep. And uh, Essendon's season of woes will continue. Yeah. Uh, West Coast and the Catters. Oh, that's going to be a bloodbath. Bloodbath over at Optus. Um, Saturday night, basically, over there, I think. Oh, it might be the afternoon game, actually. It is 4.35. 4.35, the Catters, easy. Giants and Dogs. Giants and Dogs. Dogs. No. Not sure. Giants, well, again, I think. well, no Bailey Smith, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, Giants. <laughs> He's coming down, Dable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say on form, Giants probably do them. Yeah, I'll, I'll back the Giants Canelio as well. Canelio was sensational. Yeah, he's a good footballer when he's up and running, man. Um, yeah, it's good, good to see. <laughs> And final game of the round, mate. Oh, that is a shocking Grenache hour. A shocking Grenache hour. Gold Coast and Adelaide. I couldn't have less interest in that game if I tried. <laughs> I'm with you, mate. There's not too much to. Well, um, you've got look at. so you've got Witsy in there. No, he's is he injured? Oh, uh, no, Witsy's going around. So yeah, I've got a little bit of interest, I suppose. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah West Coast, uh, Gold Coast. I should say Gold Coast. Gold Coast, easy, mate. Well, and mate, then that ends the buys, and we're back to a full uh, complement of games next week. It's always good to have bulk footy on, mate, but uh, rip a pod by you, mate. Rip a pod by you, Dable. Well done, mate, but we'll, uh, we will hopefully be back next week. We're celebrating another Swanee's four points, mate, but this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast, and as we end every potty speaking words of wisdom, up the Swanee's.